So I'm super excited. Our very first podcast, you guys. Oh, yay! We actually did it. I can't believe we actually got to the level of, you know what, we're going to do this podcast together. And I can't believe, you know, someone said, you know what, I think that's a good idea to have three women sit on a couch and talk, and talk for right? a I mean, certain yeah. amount of time. Because there's so many issues, right? There's so yeah. many like different things that there are to talk about. And we really want to get into the nitty gritty of all the stuff that maybe people don't really say or people are maybe shy away from saying. Exactly. And if you're listening to us right now, I think we got to introduce ourselves, right? My, uh, I am Sarah Abdelmenem. And... The one and only Sally Sampson, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Zainab Hegarty <laughs> with you on this side of the couch as well. And uh, we've got a little something that we want to talk about. Yeah, that's right. So, like, we thought we'd just, like, dive right into something that I've personally been seeing it a lot. Uh-huh. I know you guys have been seeing it a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of the women and a lot of the men, I think, as well, that we know. But, like, I, I see a lot with women. Um, this idea of settling. You know, you, you are in a, re- you know, a relationship. And we see it. Like, we, one of our friends gets with someone you think how did that happen, right? Mm. Like, you know, these two people, there's just something that doesn't, like someone doesn't treat someone right or someone is behaving in a way that is disrespectful or, or anything like that. And it's a, it's a real, I don't know, do you guys feel that way as well? Like, is it something that you see all the time? I mean, I know I've done it before and I've seen a lot of my friends do it also. I think all of us at some point, uh, to a certain level, be it in relationships or careers or anything like that, we do end up settling for something it could be a romantic relationship it could be a career path it could be um an outlook or certain goals that we set for ourselves and we haven't actually reached so we end up settling and we give ourselves good reason to why we settle so that we don't feel bad about it yeah in this case i think what we're really talking about is women settling for the wrong kind of man yeah and and i think all of us either know someone who's been in that situation or we've been that girl in that situation. And it's one of those topics which is just really relatable. No one likes to really kind of touch base on it because it's a little bit sensitive. Yeah. And it's really hard to tell your friend yeah. as well. I mean, like, you know, that guy you were with? Yeah. Yeah. What, what were you thinking? Bad. They don't listen to you. They'll, like, they'll cut you out or whatever. But I think it's so important to have these, like, super real conversations with people yeah. where you just be, you're like, um... So that's cool. That happened. Yeah. But how can we stop you from making these same wrong choices over and over and over again? Exactly. And in today's stories, we got a bunch of stories that we all know know of, of people that settled their way all their way into marriage. So it's not only settling in a relationship or settling for a career. They actually decided to marry someone when they were not 100% sure that they should. So uh, I know you got a couple of stories, Sally, right? Well, there's a couple of reasons. I think, you know, it's hard. A couple of stories. A couple of stories. <laughs> a couple of stories. You know, yeah. come, come children, come sit around. Listeners. <laughs> oh, please do tell. <laughs> yeah, so um, I think we, it's going to be hard for us to cover all the reasons and all the stories. But I know, like, for me, I know a lot of girls. And I've certainly been the girl myself where I grew up in a very sort of very closed environment, sheltered. sheltered. Um, this idea of like boys or men, it, they were always seen as like... The other. The other that yeah. should be observed from a distance, but very, you know, interacted <laughs> with in a very limited sense. And so I grew up personally with this idea of like watching men from behind a glass going, oh, maybe one day I'll get to know what you are. <laughs> <laughs> what are what you? are you? Do you move? Do you speak? Poke? Exactly. And so like I grew up with that sort of thing. And I saw this like with a really good friend of mine. She was such a good person. Like she was super um, ambitious, super like kind and generous. And, you know, people would say to her, you know, you got so much going for you. You're such an awesome person. Mm -hmm. And what 
happened was, you know, I watched her sort of like what, like everyone was always in a relationship. She was never in a relationship. And then she got to a point where she's like, well, I, I, is there something wrong with me? Like, I need I, to I be wanna, in a relationship. I need to be in a relationship. Yeah. And so a guy came onto the scene, you know, he was, he was nice to her and he, you know, took her out and, you know, held the door open and, you know, it did all those like sort of did like, those nice for, for the date, yeah. <laughs> for the day, you know, Check, that's, I'm going to marry him. <laughs> and, you know, and, and it was, it was such a quick relationship and immediately it just moved super fast and she was like, okay, yes, hundred percent. I'm going to go along with this. And finally, finally, someone loves me. I'm the girl with a boyfriend. I'm the girl that has someone. And what happened was because she was in the state of excitement, you know what it's like in the beginning, there's that excitement and then people show you who they really are after yeah. a while, yeah. right? And so when this person started to be disrespectful, started to maybe uh, swear at her, maybe not uh, treat her with the respect that she deserved, uh, sort of spoken, spoke to her in a way that was um, condescending or undermined the dreams. I mean, she'd been working so hard for all of her life. She was very quick to like, throw that aside and go with the flow and go with the flow and no matter what you said to her she was like oh you know he doesn't he doesn't mean it you know we're, we all have problems making excuses basically exactly yeah and what really terrified me was this idea of go like going along with the flow hmm. like how, how like how do you get through to someone who's just not listening <laughs> yeah and you're always worried about being the bad person in this equation right you don't want to be like you don't want to get committed into you know telling them something and then regretting it later or being the person that is getting them away from a relationship that might be for them so also the problem is people around the girl probably also feel like they're not so sure maybe they should also go with the flow and that's what happens in most cases they just shut up and go with the flow i think as well the the reason that she would go with the flow as well is because the lack of experience and i i think a lot of go into these situations because we simply don't want to be alone anymore or we want to fit in or we want to feel like we're loved or we're cared for and um especially if it's can I get it's, an amen it, right there yeah. right. can I get an amen <laughs> yes I don't want to be alone let me walk into this relationship right here I know it's not going to be good but I'm not going to be alone I'm so tired yeah. of being the third wheel but, y'all I'm oh, so tired yeah. let me be the actual wheel itself yeah. rather than the third one but I think you know, um, when when there's a lack of experience uh, with the other, I think uh, it becomes a thing where it's not so much that she doesn't see what's going on. She kind of sees it, but because she doesn't know how to handle it, she's had no experience with it before, she probably thinks of it as this is perfectly normal and with time things are going to change and if she gives more into that relationship the more that person's going to start caring about her and less of that is going to occur that's so dangerous right that, and that's and, so dangerous which is really really yeah. dangerous because we all know at this point in life people you know don't change there are certain um bases in a person's um what's what do we call personality yeah, yeah. Their, their personality that are just there you can change a lifestyle maybe or someone could start going to the gym and start being more healthy and da, 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 da. but you can't change someone change someone's core yeah and their belief system is very difficult to do that that is a very interesting point i have to say and i've got a yeah. story another story that i would like to tell you about
Okay. Go for it. Tell us, tell so us. So speaking about change, I know I know this girl, yeah. and we all know this girl, <laughs> who is an, a different kind of girl who was not brought up so sheltered, actually very outgoing, yeah. you know, kind of dangerous, into adventures, and yeah. wants to explore the world, and then she meets the bad boy. Oh, the and bad boy. And then she looks at the bad boy, and the bad boy is, you know, is usually, you know... A very good-looking bad boy. I blame Hollywood. You blame Hollywood. <laughs> He's like, you know, he, he likes the Johnny Depp, the crybaby, all and that the, stuff. And yeah. the looks... And then also their fights are really fiery. And she, think, she thinks, oh yes, my God, this, this is, is passion. Love. Yeah, this is passion. This is passion. Exactly. <laughs> and then yeah. soon, and then things start getting like worse and worse. And she loves the bad boy. Yeah. She thinks she wants the bad boy. But she also thinks the bad boy is going to change after marriage. And that's what most bad boy lovers think that they think you know what i'm gonna have the fire now we're gonna have the fighting the you know, sparks the sparks the, yeah and then after marriage we're all gonna have such a happy family and hold hands and everything's gonna be all right which is you know what you want to kind of turn around to her and say bad boy bad husband the thing is there's, we have we have to make a distinction between the thrill yeah you know it's the thrill and the adrenaline yeah. of, of a relationship and then also the, the love. The love and the commitment and what it takes to make an actual relationship work. It's definitely, you need that, that spice in a relationship. That, yeah. So I get that. But if that's all there is and there's no roots, that, you know, that fizzles out. And then when you're, you're just trying to chase something that you're never going to be able to get to. Yeah. Because you cannot sustain that kind of passion and then it starts to eat away at you. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And it actually, starts to drain you ever yeah. so slightly, doesn't it? And what did she end up doing though? I want to know. That's, yeah. that's the interesting bit is that she she went ahead she went ahead with the relationship Yeah. and then as soon as he popped the question she thought, oh wow, this is my dream come true. Yeah. And even though they were fighting every day and breaking up every day, she ignored the signs until the night before her wedding she finds out that he's cheating on her. Oh, she no. still goes through it with it and she, she still... She still gets married. She still she, thinks that, you know, it's too late now. I've got a dress. People are waiting. I have a wedding yeah. to be at and I cannot mess all this up. And he's going to change. It's all ignoring the signs. She ignores the signs until the signs slap her on the face. And then she still, igno she still the ignores thing. them. We, 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 you know, all of us as women, we have that thing where we tend to ignore the signs. You, you know, even though it's drummed into you growing up, you know, always listen to your gut feelings, listen to your instincts, this, that, and the other, da, 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 da. But I think we like to go on the other line of love is blind. <laughs> <laughs> you're, breaking, you're breaking up every day. You're going to get a divorce. It's a sign. Yeah. It's cheating. I mean, it's, a mech, it's definitely mixed messages, but we say this and we go, oh no, I can't believe she went through with it. But the truth is, you know, I think we've all been there where we've stayed in a relationship that wasn't working for too long, where people have tried to get through yeah. us. You know? I think a big part of it is because we kind of feel like we've invested so much time in that relationship. And I think spe specifically here, we have a tendency to be very wary of, of time. Oh yeah. I'm going to start you know, all of this all over again. No. Yeah. Am I going to, you know, all over again. And now I'm several years or a couple of years older than when I met him. Am I going to find someone or is that someone going to be looking for someone younger? Yeah. But you know, he really knows me now oh, inside yeah. out. I know him inside out. I'm, I'm never going to find someone again. that I'm as attracted to because as, the fire yeah, is there. And, yeah, yeah. Keep the fire yeah, burning. Yeah. <laughs> I just no, had to do that. Keep the fire burning. <laughs> keep the fire burning. But, but it's burning you. Exactly. It's burning you and, and you're not happy. You're not progressing. You're not getting what you want. And your partner is not getting what they want either, for sure. Because no one wants to be in a situation that's volatile. And, yeah. and unless you can stand up and, and see things for what they actually are, mm -hmm. 
you know, and really recommend and have also because you can see things sometimes and then not have the, the courage to say, to step out of it. I'm not oh, doing yeah. this anymore. Talking about courage, okay. I, I've got a little story. And it's funny that you said, you know, she married the bad boy because I've got a story about this one girl, right? And um, she was in a relationship with a bad boy for like many, many, many years. We're talking about, I don't know, a, a good chunk of years. And um, she managed to finally get herself out of that situation. But the thing that happens is when you're with someone that's super, super bad uh, for a ridiculous amount of time that puts you down and, and makes you feel bad about yourself and think and cheats and think and lies and all of that kind of stuff the self-esteem is zero drops yeah it's like you you're out of it you've you finally managed to get out of it but there's a good amount of time that's necessary for you to be alone to kind of find yourself and pick yourself back up again now this girl didn't do that she kind of like waltzed out of that situation and kind of met this guy wasn't really interested in him to begin with but he was kind of very persistent and he was really nice and everyone around was like oh you know he's really nice gives him a chance and she she was already in that very vulnerable state but you know she so how quickly did she get into the like i think it was just like literally a couple of months or so it was like very kind of fresh out of one thing into the next yeah so no recovery time no recovery time Mm -hmm. at all and you're talking about years of being in a very kind of toxic abusive relationship whether it be you know emotionally abusive or whatnot and coming out of that and it was just like going into the next thing and not giving them herself that amount of time to kind of really recover she kind of found herself even it wasn't even like he officially went well can I ask you out no it just you know she kept on seeing him more regularly more regularly and she kind of found herself in a relationship just woke up one day yeah and it was like (laughs) there weren't any butterflies or anything like that but the next thing she knew he was just like proposing she was like maybe not and he was like oh you know we'll be friends and if it doesn't work out we'll sit together and we'll 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 leave each other as friends and it kind of I think reassured her a little bit so she kind of ended up stumbling into her own wedding really oh she, she she got married married the guy thought you know what what was his love done with for me anyway and he seems like a nice enough guy and when i asked her like what do you mean he seemed like a nice enough guy she yeah. said you know what i was already in that frame of mind where you know what has love done for me anyway and i thought in time with him being so nice and kind and sweet and these are the things that i needed that i could you know love him back problem with that scenario is is that she ended up in a relationship where essentially she was still trying to get over the previous the last guy, the last guy trying to pick marriage. herself up yeah. back together and then w- once the you know the wedding was done the guy wasn't so nice anymore because then you start realizing he wanted to show the best of himself because he wanted the girl that's and life, then the baby. reality set yeah. in so things started to break down bit by bit she started she tried to sit with him and talk with him and be like you know remember that time when you said if we if things aren't working out let's talk and maybe we'll end it as friends and he played victim which made her feel even better but she did eventually get out of that and when I sat with her and I said well why why all of this she said you know and and I said how are you feeling now she said you know what I know he did a lot of wrong but the wrong started off with me and I said what do you mean she said I rebounded into a marriage so everything that happens after you know at the end of the day I made a decision when I was in 
capable in the wrong in frame the wrong, of mind. Yeah, in the wrong yeah. state of mind to be making that kind of decision. So she did end up marrying him. She did end up, you know, getting that divorce. She did end up being miserable for a certain period of time, and it took her a lot longer to recover from the previous relationship. Oh, of course, because yeah. she died. She went head first into into the wrong one. Into yeah. the wrong one, and I think this is the problem. Like with all of these stories that we've, you know, and these are just some of the stories that there are know. millions always, of stories. You know, it doesn't matter how they get there. Every woman has her own reason for settling, whether it be rebounding into it or or falling for the bad guy and not wanting to give up on the dream that he's going to change or the inexperience to understand that what's happening is wrong or, or not there's knowing an how to handle it. There's an alternative. There's an alternative yes. with the, the person who, who doesn't have experience. You think that this is, oh, well, this is what all relationships are like. Yeah. And if you grew up in a, in a maybe in a, with, with families who are separated or divorced or just parents that aren't necessarily, you know, in love, yeah. <laughs> you think that, you know, that this is maybe the norm, that there's nothing out there for you. And it's always going to be something that you watch, you know, Amy Adams get it and enchanted. I actually think there's like a common thread that you can see with all the stories. Like yeah. the first, the very first step is actually self-worth. Yeah. Is like loving yourself and knowing what you're worth and what you would what you deserve and that's what the, the the one thing that you can see across all stories like in the first story she felt like no one was going to love her she Something's wanted feeling me, with me. Yeah. yeah and then this in the second story she thought she needed the fiery and the flame and, and then and you know like yeah that sort of um that sort of mentality and that sort sort of believing that okay this 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 the fighting is what you deserve or the the maybe even like the abuse is what you deserve i'll go as far as even getting yes. receiving abuse you kind of think in your mind that you are somehow deserving of yeah. this and the self-worth I would say is the very first yeah. step to like, that leads you into making that wrong decision and then another point that I've noticed like in all three stories is a certain kind of pressure so there's a pressure either either it's like a society pressure or it's like a, an age pressure or a, you know feeling alone being afraid of feeling alone like there's so yeah. many of them like yeah you see you kind of when you observe all the stories you kind of see the similarities there it's like basically all three women if you think about it chose to go with the flow with these particular men because the alternative was being alone and yeah. being alone can be a very scary thing for a lot of us, I think. I think it takes a certain amount of um, courage to kind of step out and realize that you need that little bit of solitude. You need to have that time by yourself to completely understand what it is that you're looking for. And I don't think that you reach the understanding that you need something like that, unfortunately, until you've had those kinds of experiences it comes with time it does it, it definitely yeah. comes with experience i think you know growing up i think everyone you hear things like you're beautiful you're worth it yeah. go for it follow you know you know your worth all these like there's a, there's actually a lot of really positive messaging and i'm not i'm not you know attacking that at all i think that's really positive but i think that's the thing a hundred yeah. people could tell you that you're beautiful you're gorgeous exactly. but if it's not the person that you want to be telling you that and it's not even that it doesn't, can, it doesn't i don't even think it works if it, yeah. it's coming from someone else i think it the, the journey of every uh, person, every woman, every man, is to discover your self-worth yourself. And I think that is the bottom line, what you're saying about self-worth. The issues with all of this is, is, is a lack of standards. Yeah. If I 
do not know what I'm worth. I won't know what to accept and what not to accept. I won't know where to draw those clear, defined lines and then act upon it. So if you come to me and and you say to me, oh, I, you know, I've, I've, I've been in, uh, unfaithful to you. Or if you disrespect me and you call me whatever you want to call me that you think is okay to call me. And I say to you, you know, that's not okay. Yeah. And then you do it again. And I still say, oh, I'm going to leave you. And I don't. I've just said to them, yeah, that's it's okay. okay. That's okay. Well, yeah. I'm staying because I have what people have been calling um, and what a lot of people call a scarcity mindset. There's two types of mindsets. There's a scarcity mindset and a growth mindset. Scarcity mindset is where you always think that you're, you're, it, it's not enough. So yeah. whatever comes, you got to hold on to it. You know, mm. there's a lack of money. There's not enough fame. There's not enough uh, love. There's not enough good men. There's not all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think it's such a dangerous way to live your life because you really got to be comfortable to be by yourself. Yeah. And to, like, oh, yeah. It's not about having a relationship at all. Like, you grow up, Egyptian parents, right? Yalla habibti, you have to get married. Very soon, you're going to have to have a baby. And then the baby needs a brother. And then, you know. And yeah. all of a sudden, you're like, but I don't know who I am. Yeah. I don't know what I want. Someone asked me what I want. And you become so scared to ask for what you want. Yeah. So someone says... You know, what do you want to eat? And you go, it's, as a girl, oh, it's okay. Just, whatever you want to eat. It's cool. Okay. Do you want Chinese or Indian? I don't know. You choose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever makes you what happy. What do you feel more like? Exactly. Yeah. And, oh, sorry. Go yeah, ahead. no, sorry. I was going to say just, you know, and, and this idea of actually, I... I want I, this. I want this. And not backing down and saying, this is, I want this. And I'm happy to do your thing, but I'm not just going to do your thing forever. Yeah. I'm going to do my thing. And that's so healthy. That's that's how you find that healthy relationship to yourself and then find a healthy relationship with someone else who is worth it, who adds to your life and does not take away from it. Very true. Or whatever that salad you want, darling. Yeah. And, I, yeah. <laughs> and that self-worth, I'm going to go back to this because he said something really, really cool and really interesting that I would yeah. like to also highlight because... Apparently, self-worth is built when you're really, really young, right? So yeah. at, when you grow up, you start learning things like, okay, you deserve to be loved or you deserve you, you deserve to be loved when you do good at school, for example. Yeah. And uh, for example, you're complete. Oh my God, you had my mom too? Oh yeah. <gasps> <laughs> you should meet my dad. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that part of that self-worth as a young kid also gets completed by the fact that you need to get married. Yeah. So when you're young or even whether in Egypt or even abroad, because all the yeah. movies that you watch, they, they have happily ever after the happy yeah, ending the or whatever it it's like the, it's as if your life will not be complete until you've gotten to that point so as a kid you start building up your self-worth based on the things that you're receiving from from your environment from everything around you yeah. and then you start realizing that and it gets really built into your conscious or your subconscious that you're that you are only complete when you're married or when you're only complete when you you know or with someone or a mother no, no, or a mother or, yeah, yeah. Exactly. like i kind of feel like you know a lot of women that i know that are married and then they is the added pressure of the next step so I think there's a picture definitely 100% yeah. like you said that we're kind of um, that's just been you know signaled to us over and over and over again drummed into us as growing up that there's a certain picture that we need to abide by to be a complete woman exactly yeah. so no matter you how know? great you are at your career I think you're still you. not what a complete you woman because you're not married <laughs> and you're not a mother it's it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's it's those things and I think there's a certain pressure that comes with that to uh, fulfill that uh, uh, dream for others more than yourself because yeah. you're just halas. You feel like this is 
the way that it's supposed yeah. to Which is a form look. of settling, which is exactly, these are all different ways in which we settle. And we don't have a chance because from the moment we are sort of, we grow up and we become, you know, young girls who later yes. on become young women, because we're not taught to value our, our wants and our voices and stuff like that, we end up settling. And then this is where it crosses over. If I can't tell you what I want to eat, I'm not going to be able to tell you what I want in a partner. I think what we need to understand is, is how to break that pattern, how to realize that you're settling and how to break away. Can I tell you how I did it? Go for it. Therapy. <laughs> 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 lots and lots of therapy. And everyone who says, do you know, I don't think therapy's for me. These are the people that need it. <laughs> yes. I'm telling you. And there's, there's such a stigma around it. I think therapy, all it does is try to help realign you with your values and what you want for your li life and empower you to really go for the things that you want to go for. Like, there really shouldn't be a stigma around it. But personally, yeah. Yeah. that was a huge thing for me. And I'm completely open about it and I'm completely willing to, like, own up to it. Yeah, oh, of I course. Get for me, I think what worked for me was solitude. I, and I think I've earned myself a nice little <laughs> reputation amongst everyone that knows me now that, you know, when I decide I'm not going out, I'm not going out. And I have been known to spend a ridiculous amount of time alone and be very happy about it. Like when quarantine happened here, I didn't really kind of feel the difference because I kind of felt, well, this is how I've been for a while now. And I think, you know, you have to have that ability to be alone because it, it is a little bit like therapy. It, but it's just self-therapy. I, I spending think time with I'm, yourself. Yeah, spending time with yourself, really starting to understand what it is that you want in life. It is the small things, being able to keep yourself occupied and happy with your own company. Because if you're not happy with your own company, you're, no one else ain't is going to be. Ain't nobody else going to be. Yeah, ain't nobody else that's going to yeah. be happy with your company either. I've got one for you. Exploration. Go out there and explore. Because the more you explore, the more you know about yourself. One thing I've discovered is that everything... All the fears that we have in our life comes from the same source, mm. which is ultimately the fear of death. This is, yeah. and the fear of death then gets you, uh, starts developing into all sorts like fear of heights, fear of being alone, fear, fear, fear of the future, mm. fear of, you know, whatever all those fears are. And then at, through exploration and through going out there and, and then realizing that every fear is conquerable it's not it's not it's not it's all in our mind it's a mindset and realizing that okay this thought when it comes to you you are able to change it and that fear that that, that voice that comes out and tells you oh oh you've got a wedding dress ready and there, there are people waiting for you actually on that point I've got a friend of mine who has a mom mm. who gave her the very best advice I've ever heard okay. and it was uh, it was maybe a few months before her wedding mm -hmm. and she told her listen honey all the way until the day of the wedding. Yeah. If you get an one ounce of doubt that you should not go through with it, you leave. Mm. You get out of there. These people are not going to go home with you. These people are not going to be responsible for your unhappiness. These people are not going to be there when yeah. you are when the, when the day is done. It's the your life. Your life yeah, is so what you, comes you after. You and your husband having food in the morning. Ain't nobody going to exactly. be there. Exactly. <laughs> and, un and understanding that your mind is not you. The thoughts are not you. The fears are not you. Once you get to that point, it, you realize that, okay, everything is changeable. So that fear, done, out. I absolutely, I want that woman to be my mother yeah. at this point in time. Sorry, mom. Yeah, mom, I love you from the bottom of my heart. I really appreciate you. But still, that mother's really yeah. cool. She I, is. Yeah. I think she's... Um, 
the one for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, she's chosen. The woman uh, has chosen. She's <laughs> <laughs> she ain't settling. She wants a new mother. Uh, no, I just. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Her mom's great. Mom, I love you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't mean it. It's such a it's such an important topic, and I think it's really important that women reach out. Yeah. You know, and that's what we really wanted to do with this podcast as well. We want people to interact with us. We want, you know, anyone listening to uh, or watching to tell us, you know, what they think, their own experiences, you know, perhaps things that they've never said to anyone about how they feel about settling in their relationships or in their marriages or whatever, in their careers or whatever it is. On that note, I think, uh, we need to kind of like end this and wrap this up. I don't want to go. I really like this. That's it from us. Uh, we're going to catch you next week. Music for Egypt. Nile FM.